Hello everyone, and welcome back to It's Shway at Schwabridge, a Batman, Batfan, Batreview, Batpod, Batcast. I'm Will. I'm Jack. And I just bought a $400 suit. Guys, I am so excited. Yeah? Um, I have it hanging up what in my fucking closet. It's... Well, it's a it's a jet black suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got three buttons. Uh huh. It's a mm-hmm. jacket and pants. I got a mm-hmm. white undershirt and a red bow tie for a for a work event tomorrow. Actually, you know what? You know Very what? Classy. Uh, th- yeah, this might be leaning a bit into like a visual gag, but let me let me go and get it real quick. Okay. What the fuck? Oh no, what happened? What happened? <laughs> what the fuck? What happened? What's going on, man? I don't... It's blue. Yeah. My fucking suit's blue. I got a black I suit. I don't know. Maybe maybe you just maybe. made a mistake. Wait, wait. wait, wait. Yeah, maybe I made a mistake. Let me let me go back. Let me go back and look for it. Yeah, yeah. Check. Check again. Guys, the suit's red. There must be some kind of meaning to this. I don't Why know what's is he going doing on. This? I I don't. He? Yeah. Who's he? You. You. Me? I'm yeah. not doing anything. I'm going back. I think I'm you're trying to distract this phone from something. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, I don't know how this happened, but the suit is now white, and has a bull. <laughs> it has a bull's eye in the center of it. This has like a really cool suit. I think you so. Got a cool color changing suit. It was four hundred dollars, so maybe, maybe that's one of the fuck. It's rainbow now, and the bit's over. Hey guys, we got a couple of things to review with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we starting. We, we have to do. The, I think we have to do the comic now first because of that bit, Quinn. I think. We oh need, damn it! I think mm-hmm. we need to talk about um, detective comics. 241 the 241st issue of detective Comics. march 1957 mm-hmm. my favorite year and really i don't no 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 no, no. we're not <laughs> yeah, going off this why is it your favorite, favorite year? year uh oh you to tell me something that happened in 1957 that makes it your favorite year. not comic related it kicked mm-hmm. off the influenza pandemic that's not true it's a good. It's a good true. bit though. It's a good bit because I I am sick as we are recording this, um, so that'll explain my voice and why we missed a week. Sorry, everyone. Um, get over it. You're not that important to us. Holy shit! He was actually right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wait, really? I thought. Oh, there's another influenza pandemic that started in 1957? Yeah, this yep. is... I, I, I was thinking, Okay, cool. Was like World War I era. Wow. The more you know. Thank you. Yeah, this, huh. was, this was the pandemic that uh, came about in southern China. So, uh... Huh. Damn. So, yeah. That, that leads to the question, why does that make it your favorite year? Yeah, what do you <laughs> like about that's, that? That's bad. Well, um... The influenza uh, outbreak eventually led to a influenza vaccine. Okay, that's pretty good. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, but I feel like you could have just said the influenza vaccine. vaccine was your favorite part. But but it didn't come about that year. So why would you, that year be your favorite? Because I'm a big fan of vaccines, and that was the most tangentially related to the vaccines. No, that explains why that's your favorite thing about that year, but why, why is 1957 your favorite year? Why not, like, say, uh, the year when the vaccine was actually de- developed? Because it shows adversity in a dark time. Just, much like this comic. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. We need to talk about this comic. <laughs> uh, guys. Guys, I'm so excited. I have a question. My favorite thing about 1957 is when the Cat in the Hat released, but that's just me. I have a that's qu- pretty, that is that's cool. pretty good. Good answer. I have a question for you yeah. guys. I don't Go remember who picked this out and why, and I really need to know why we were. Uh, so this is actually, uh, believe it or not, fellas, this is something we said we'd get to. Huh. This is a thing we promised a long time ago, and unfortunately, I did spoil it. I when I said I said I I uh, I anyway I spoiled the comic when I said we'd get to it. I talked <laughs> about the twist. So, so somebody who is binge watching our show. Yeah, if you're a might... fan, there's not going to be like any drama. Not that there ever is. This might be the <laughs> drama least filled podcast. I'm fucking great at saying things. No, we're not especially dramatic. But this comic might be. <laughs> this yeah. comic might be. Tell us about it. What did you tell us about it? It's called Featuring the Rainbow Batman. <laughs> And we can do our patented bit cover of it if you want to talk about this cover. Because I really you like it. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. This cover depicts a TV. So there's a purple TV in the top left with the bat signal on it. Mm-hmm. Robin standing to the left in, in a cave. Um, pointing at Batman, saying, But Batman, last night you wore the green costume, and tonight you're wearing the red. Why? And then Batman, in the center of the page, wearing a, a like, hot pink costume, saying, I must, Robin, I must wear a different costume. I must do it. <laughs> each night. I must wear a different colored Batman costume each night. And then behind him, to the right, there's a set of five more costumes, uh, that are blue, green, yellow, purple, and orange. I would like to talk a little bit about this cover. Because I, I don't want to change anything. Because it's very iconic and has a fun story. Um, so, you may have noticed something. Robin says red, but Batman is clearly wearing pink. Yeah. That was... So, um, I don't know if it shows it differently on higher co- higher edition scans... It might fix this, but at the time, the original was red. Just the printing press they used for the comic covers um, couldn't do that color of red, and so they all came out pink. In the issue, it's no issue. In the issue, Batman's red. But on the cover, by complete accident, Batman wears pink. Dang. And so... Wow. I don't want to I don't want to change anything except for maybe giving the other bat suits pants. <laughs> but but this 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 funny little pink batman complete accident and has become a very iconic cover because of that. That's a very interesting and cool factual. 
Um, Thank it you. does make me wonder why Robin's shirt is completely normal red, like perfect. Uh, I do not know. I believe it's, it's just di- a different. I think it's just a an issue. I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? That's actually I, supposed I to be orange. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's actually supposed to be pink. But then um, that begets the question: Why is the bat suit on the right orange? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I do have a cover up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one that the more that I thought about it, um, I, I kind of lost, I was, I was going to say, why not fill in the yellow on the bat signal on the TV? But then I realized <laughs> that it's not a color television. <laughs> um, but then I, I looked almost directly downwards um at the the texturing of robin's um mm, the uh the uh the p the piece the little shorty shorts that he's wearing um i don't i don't like how they look like carpet <laughs> i don't all... like the texture on that boy <laughs> they they uh they don't it's... look good Mhm. It, yeah, it's my that's my it cover. Up. Maybe make like them a nice like pair of tights. Skin or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> looks like gator skin. He's wearing gator skin short shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so that's mine. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Love this. I, I like that. I like that one. I don't. I don't think I have much to add about the cover. I guess if there's one, it's a little sparse. Maybe add a little more like bat cavey type stuff. Like this is just like yeah. a cave. Like this isn't like the bat cave. This is the the cave cave. The cave. <laughs> but it's a that's a you know there's can, not so much empty space on the cover, so I don't really know if there's room to add stuff. Anyways, I can think of three things that they could have put in the background of this comic to make it more bat cavey, and I want to see dinosaur coin Alfred. I was going to say coin bat computer or Batmobile. I don't think the bat computer exists in this comic, and I have evidence to support that. There's like a little station, little (laughs) bat station. I think later on, not not to get ahead of ourselves, I think later on in this comic they look through the bat filing cabinet. That was that's yeah. a great moment in this comic. This comic is full of great moments. I, I'm a big fan. So next up, we have an ad uh, that I'm so glad my my buddies here can. Yeah, we all have in. the same scam this time. <laughs> yeah, which means we can't escape Quentin talking about the ads as easily. There's this there's this very uh, good looking man, but skipping right past that ad. Uh, we have oh. the Batman with Robin the Boy Wonder <laughs> logo, mm-hmm. which I'm yeah, a the, big old fan of. I I love this this the Great cover logo. for this story and not the whole issue. Yeah, I love Robin's dumb fucking face here. <laughs> huh? He looks he's going dumbfounded, <laughs> surrounded by images of Batman in various action poses with his different colored suits. Mm-hmm. I really like the the green one. He's just standing behind a <laughs> He's pillar. He's hiding behind like a, a pillar like a... that's far too small to actually hide him. <laughs> yeah. He's looking down at the little fight infantile paralysis uh, <laughs> watermark on there. 
Mm-hmm. Barbara Gordon moment. Yeah. Um, all right. Who wants to? Who wants to give us the summary? The the, the Quentin. rundown. Quentin. Crack open this uh, little yeah. little comic. Yeah, go for it. All right. So it all starts out when Robin Dick Grayson is walking through the street. He overhears the fact that some thieves are robbing some stuff. <laughs> I get it. Cause... <laughs> yep, and they almost they almost hit a little girl. He runs in, grabs her, and then hits his elbow on a light post. Uh, the girl's saved, but Robin's left arm is taken out of commission for at least a week. Uh, this is broadcast on the news uh, majorly. The criminals get away. Um, and returning to uh, Wayne Manor, we can see Bruce watching the whole entire thing on TV. Um... And Robin's saying it wasn't that big a deal, and this and this is. Uh, then he says, "Maybe I could identify the crooks." Um, and this is where we are introduced <laughs> to um, just ancient technology, uh, the filing cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a cave, like they're clearly in the. They're in the Batcave, but the interior is just like a 1957 office. Like uh, it could be in a cubicle. Like this, this looks like a depiction of the artists working in their own <laughs> space. There's like a little fucking doodle of a guy. Mm, I I really like that it does appear that they have police sketches and no photos. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's a nice touch. Quinn, what did the thieves steal? Because that's important. So the thieves uh, stole some camera equipment, um, mm-hmm. mainly a gigantic television camera. So now, Bruce is thinking that this can only mean that they're going to commit some larger crime using this specific equipment. So he thinks it only makes sense to go and stake out all of the places that would be majorly televised. Um, I want to I interrupt real quick. Um, for the record, we, we had recently gone into Bronze Age comics. We're back in the oh, Silver yeah. Age, yep. just, <laughs> just in case you weren't aware... Um, yeah, so this is, this is a goofy story, not a serious story. Just, just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I want there to be no confusion. There are no stakes in the story. Uh, we are not, we are regressing a little I bit. I wouldn't say that. I, I would, I would say there are some, some stakes of there their hidden identity. There are some high stakes. <laughs> if, if you were wondering yeah. about the average amount of text per panel, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> there is there is a ton of text. Uh, lots of lots of dialogue. So the first thing they do is um, they go to what was the first one that they did? Oh yes, they do a parade. They do a parade. They uh, the big official welcome to the king of Zeronia. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a big parade. Yeah, Zeronia, yeah, <laughs> Just sort of like your standard thing. Um, what the fuck? It appears that Batman riding in his goofy-ass Batmobile is adorned in an orange costume. And here we get into the major twist of the comic uh, as we travel through all it's of these It's actually red. Okay. <laughs> red. red costume. Red. It looks yes. orange, though, on this stand. It looks, it looks so orange. orange. It does. Um, but... 
here we come to the major twist of the comic where, well, he's wearing a different colored costume at each of these events that they go through. It's actually kind of a fun little gimmick that they um, establish mm -hmm. here in this first incident. Um, it goes off without a hitch. Batman jumps from car to car, uh, kind of che checking out all the cameras. Yeah. And I want to, like, I want to think about it from this guy's perspective, right? Because Robin's driving the Batmobile. Yeah, he left Robin <laughs> to drive, which is funny. But specifically in the top right uh, panel of page four, the guy, the cameraman there, looking over, seeing Batman jumping into his car <laughs> uh, from the Batmobile, I can't imagine what was going through his mind. I would, like, think about everything I'd done that day to, like... <laughs> scan and see if i'd committed a crime like even littering on accident did this i loiter did I, did I <laughs> i would be so fucking freaked out um but everything's good um but then the back bat signal goes off and now well i guess it's not that weird that it's not colored in here because it's it's day so maybe it doesn't show up as well um what what are you talking about? Well, in the bottom left, when the bat signal shows up, it's just kind of like a. Oh yeah, okay. I, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it is very weird for the bat signal. bat signal to just be white on white on blue. Yeah, white on white on blue. Um, doesn't look very normal. Uh, but then this slides right into our next our next wonderful caper for them to deal with. He's now wearing a blue costume. And there is an explosives truck that's on fire. <laughs> mm -hmm. I really like. Oh. I really like. There's one firefighter who's pointing up at the reader and wielding an axe in one hand, and he's just inexplicably not helping. And I love him. <laughs> do, do you yeah, see the yeah. first panel of the explosives <laughs> truck? He's on the left. <laughs> Yeah, no, I see. Why is he pointing at me? <laughs> I don't know. Also, he's think about think about the thing that you just said. You just said explosives truck. What yeah. the fuck? It's, what? Yeah. It's a green truck with <laughs> with a red stripe and black text that says explosives. <laughs> if I saw this truck on the road, I would be terrified. Yeah, like it doesn't I say go like it, there's not like uh oh it doesn't say like trucking on the side and then on the back it says like warning harmful <laughs> substances or something. It just says explosives. Just says explosives. Which listen, I, yeah, I mean it's Gotham. Okay, listen, everyone's ordering those bad boys. Do you not think explosives is not the most successful delivery business in Gotham? You're crazy. I mean, that's that feels like a, like a criminal bu business. <laughs> that feels like it's aimed specifically at criminals. Batman's got to use explosives to air out the Batcave. The GCPD's got to use explosives to to keep up with the criminals. <laughs> it's an arms race. That that kind of escalation isn't healthy for the economy. Um, oh, I mean, no, it's very healthy for the economy. It's, uh, it's not healthy for being no, alive. It's... Yeah, it's actually great for the explosives industry, but for everyone else, it's horrible. <laughs> Think about all the jobs the explosives delivery industry provides. <laughs> this this heavily reminds me of when we were doing the Lego Batman movie, and there was MacGuffin Airlines, 
Um, just carrying bombs. Exactly. It's just, mm-hmm. it's like, a lot of these comics, I know that they can't, like, invent a company that would produce explosives every single time. And they want to make it clear to the reader that this is a truck full of explosives. But it's one Mm -hmm. of those things where they reiterate the point like 3,000 times (laughs) where in the dialogue it says that explosives truck while it's also labeled explosives truck. So it's just like have a little bit of respect for the audience they know what that is they can figure it out from the text blurb gotta make it clear to little timmy at home little timmy can go get axed by that fireman (laughs) okay cool so what happens in this truck (laughs) what happens in this truck we've spent so much time talking about no, uh, yeah. Batman gets into this flaming explosive truck and then drives it into the harbor. Yep. Very and he safe. jumps out at the very last second. Not really, though. Not the last second. <laughs> yeah, like, he has a little time. Dude, like, he, he was still on the road. Like, he hadn't gone onto the port yet. He had some time left. I mean, he needed he needed getaway time, though. I think that was the last opportune moment. I mean, also, Batman's really making Robin earn his driver license this episode. Oh, you mean because he's driving with one arm? <laughs> yeah, and also is a child. True. True, 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 true. Um, what do we th- Speaking of, what do we think of the Batmobile? What do we think of this Batmobile design? Um, better than the, the dumb Bronze Age ones we've seen recently, but still not that great. Yeah, so I kind of weird. I kind of vibe with this one. I like I like the wing I, on the back. Um, I like the wing on the back. I don't like th- I I'm I'm always not going to be a fan of bubble cockpits, especially on cars. <laughs> it's I don't it, like it seems unnecessary. It. <laughs> I mean, but what if you're getting shot at? Uh, have a normal car. Have a car with a normal roof. But what if that's? But what if bubble cockpits are more aerodynamic? Actually, that's a stupid thing to say. I yeah, feel like there's nothing not. aerodynamic about bubble <laughs> cockpits. There's nothing aerodynamic about any Batmobile. Look okay. at this thing. It's got. It has a fin for some reason. I, in this to, comic, I like to imagine that the Batmobile is really just a normal car because, like, they're just <laughs> driving it around, like. Like, you would, just a regular old car. I don't think it ever does anything except... Yeah, it doesn't do anything special. Except drive. Yeah, it's and a half car. a bubble cockpit. It's a car with, with style. That's all it is in this. True. So, the next thing that they go to check out... Um, is uh, the arrival of uh, Marion Marley, the famous movie star. Um, mm-hmm. He is now wearing a yellow costume, and <laughs> this Marion one... Marley. <laughs> Who is she upset? Yep. I that, that also it's a trend. also it's it's also it's gold, not yellow. All right, all right, all right. For our I'm purposes, actually... it's gold. There's no. Or for our purposes, it's yellow. There's no sheen. Actually, for our purposes, there's no shine. gold in the rainbow. <laughs> there's no sheen at shine. <laughs> Yeah, There's gotta... also no white with a target on it in the rainbow. Yeah, well, there's no 
There's no Batman in the rainbow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Unless we say anything funnier, that's going to be the episode title. <laughs> There's no Batman in the rainbow? <laughs> yeah, I like that. We could call it the reading Batman. <laughs> um, no, but she gets very upset at him, and he kind of just... He looks kind of sad in this panel. <laughs> he, he, he seems genuinely apologetic. Uh, yeah, apologetic. yeah he's, he's very he's upset nice that, that he is upset, Miss Marley. Yeah. Um, and very quickly, uh, we jump into a big jewel and fashion show uh, where he is now wearing, and and I could be wrong about this, orange costume. You're right about it. Mm, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, okay. You gotta trust what they say, not what you see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But this guy gets kind of pissed off at him, too, because he's taking attention away from the jewel <laughs> in fashion. He says, and I quote, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone is now watching your brilliant orange costume. Please leave. I Imagine having the balls to ask Batman to leave in leave. any context. And you're not like two phasers. <laughs> like you're not a villain. You're just a yeah. You, a you're not even someone like you're not a named character, character who's gonna show up after this. <laughs> yep. And and we th- there's this ongoing trend in the media as as this continues where everyone is like, so what's the what's the? He, there's got to be some reason he's doing all these costumes. Why is he wearing so many different costumes? And it invites invites the reader to wonder why. And that's that's kind of the main draw of this comic is like, you know, trying to figure out the mystery yourself. Uh, So if you're if you haven't listened to whoever spoiled it on a previous episode, take some time right now and think about it. If this is your first episode, get you can. Try to solve it yourself. Put in the comments. <laughs> Comment down below. Why do you think Batman is wearing different colored suits? You gotta do it right now. You're losing your chance. The window of opportunity is shrinking. Anyway, green Batman. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember what now. he does, but I in his second to last panel, they accidentally color his nose yellow, or maybe it's on purpose, and <laughs> Batman's just bad at costume design. Yeah, um, no, there's imagine, a... Sh- imagine if you were a regular criminal, unrelated to the camera cl- crime. Don't have to imagine. The camera caper. And camera caper. Batman shows up to stop you, yeah. and you haven't been watching the news. You don't know what's happening. And he's dressed in green. What, what, what's going through your brain? What is, ba- what does Batman know that I don't? I don't have, like, a green ray. Why is he green? You think it's all about you? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think if I was doing a crime and Batman showed up in a unique costume that he's never going to wear again, I would for a minute think, am I a supervillain and I'm doing some kind of green crime? No, I'm just a regular... Why is he doing this? <laughs> I then I'll I- go to go to the hospital because I will no longer have th- fingers. 
See, I think I would be genuinely, like, befuddled by all of the costumes besides specifically red. Because if Batman walked up to me in a fucking red costume, I'd be like, oh, oh, great. This is the day Batman decides to do a murder. Yeah, this I would be like, oh, Lord, he's covered in blood. <laughs> oh, I was going for the angle that he wore the red costume so you wouldn't be able to see the blood. No, uh, that makes sense. I don't think I'd question the blue one, because he kind of already does yeah. that. It looks True. normal enough. I think if yeah. this was a Bronze Age comic, what would happen is some villain would start to do color-based schemes based on, like, in response. Like, so there'd be two plots going on. He's still ah. the, the camera caper. Yeah. And... And they also wouldn't reveal why he was wearing the color, color, colored costumes until the next issue. Yeah. So true. So true. Um, so the criminals have caught on at this point that he's been staking out all of these heavily televised locations. Uh, and they tie a rope um, from a massive ship that is departing that morning to the dock in hopes that when the ship pulled away from the dock, it would destroy the wooden dock in the process. Which I think is a pretty smart plan. No. Um, it only really <laughs> takes it only really takes a rope. It's kind of low it's on cost. Oh, and and it's an, it's it's an, it's an economic plan. But I mean, it's good. An economic plan. <laughs> but good? No. I mean, you tie it low enough? I don't know. No. I feel like you got to I feel like you got to loosen some bolts before that. I think the rope would just break. See, see that's my one thing. But then I remember this was I remember this Those was the age strong. of comics that we're it's in, and it's gonna fucking ropes. it's gonna fucking work. It's gonna work. <laughs> well, no, because it, it Batman stops it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if it can be if it can be taken down by one axe chop, a like, lot of axes in this issue. I could be. Where the fuck did he get this axe from? Ah, uh, it, it doesn't explain it. Somebody he just, just magically would find the axe. Where did he get he says, the axe from? There's an axe of workman left. I can still make it, he says. So someone just left it lying, lying around. They left their axe. Oh, cool. So this is a boot situation where conveniently <laughs> we can go backwards and find it. Mm -hmm. And really got to pay attention to that dialogue. And... I just want to shout out the fact that this rope crime does not really have any relevance. Like, the, <laughs> Batman concludes that yeah. the criminals did it to get us. Yep. <laughs> Which, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's presumably the same people who did the camera caper, but... It really why? is not explained. It's not... It's a boat and a rope and a dock. Yep. Rope and a duck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of those things that if a person looked at it and they saw a rope tied to a ship, they'd be like, that's a thing that normally happens. <laughs> yeah. I have no reason to, like, fuck Yeah, I would that. assume Me that's too. part of the boat maneuver. Yeah. Um... Anyway, moving This crime on. is so baffling. It's a very baffling crime. But then they go to a shooting range. Uh, this this is this is probably my favorite part of this comic is when <laughs> Batman shows up to a <laughs> to a shooting uh, contest at Gotham Stadium with a bullseye on his chest. 
<laughs> and Robin's got a weird red dot on his head. I think it's an accident and may not, may only be an issue with the scan. Uh, well, we see that somebody takes a shot from a high building, so it might be like I, a. But what what were they? Did they? Were they for some reason? Did they aim directly at Robin's <laughs> skull and then were like, actually, I'm gonna shoot <laughs> Batman. I I think that's I think it's to show that Batman's uh, plan <laughs> here. I guess. I guess that's a good point. He provided a more convenient target. I I like how on first impression, like if you were just a regular person spectating this Gotham sharpshooting contest, you would see Batman with a bullseye on his chest and think he's like the mascot. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he's like the final boss. Yeah. <laughs> and now for a moving target. <laughs> That that would be awesome, um, but it is hard to imagine, like, in current continuity, Batman sponsoring a gun competition <laughs> doesn't really <laughs> seem like his thing. I mean, I would, I would like to posit that if there were ever to be, like, a school for goons, some sort of goon academy... Um, Gooniversity. Gooniversity. That's, that is genius. <laughs> Batman yeah, I've thought about this a lot. Chest, uh, would probably be a very good mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's a it's 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 Crow Billy, the talking crow bar. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. Um, I, I was really disappointed when University didn't make it into the college football playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's weird because all of them got in trouble for doping. It's weird that they didn't do better. <laughs> um, so Batman gets shot in in the bullseye, which none of us saw coming. I <laughs> from a from another building. They don't even go. They don't even. They don't go even. To check they don't even out. go check out the yeah. sniper. They just leave. They go. Like, they go. What do you mean they don't go? Do they? Yeah, they go. Oh, that's what this building is. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> they no, just I'm go and there's nobody there. So the sniper has plenty of time to escape after firing his shot at Batman, <laughs> which is ineffective because he's worn a steel vest underneath his costume. Uh, and well, he's, you... he's manipulated the, the gangsters in the shooting at the bullseye. Because, like, why wouldn't they shoot at the bullseye? Um, you could, mm-hmm. you could forgive my confusion as the... Um... As the line that is drawn to indicate the sniper uh, shot seems to aim at a window. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's true. They don't, Maybe this, the sniper didn't escape. Maybe Batman and, just got it wrong he where he thought the sniper up. was. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Actually, no. Here's who screwed up. Robin. He says, that was no accident. The bullet came up from one of those roofs up there, and he points at the roofs. And Batman probably just took him on his word, even though it clearly <laughs> is coming out of a window in the panel. Okay, this is this is wild. This is wild. But I would like to posit the fact that the sniper shot did come from the window. It is the same, like, room that we see them doing this plan in next. <laughs> And, they and just Batman went... is like two floors <laughs> up. <laughs> I think that that is the best version of these events. Um, so cutting back to their plan, we see the criminals now, uh, and they are saying that this camera that they stole will net them a hundred 
or not hundred, a million dollars, one million buckaroonies, which was a lot more in that old timey money. Um, mm-hmm. And they're all smoking cigarettes, and then they then we go to what is maybe the like the MacGuffin Airlines of places to rob, <laughs> monies of the world. <laughs> The money uh, convention, baby. (laughs) The money exhibit at the fucking museum. And I... I fuck you not. One of their exhibits are... It's just a pile of a million dollars of cash. And that's what they think is going to draw everybody here. It's just a lot of money. It's just money. It's, It's just bills... It's just and, guys, I I don't I don't want to victim blame here, but at this point Gotham's just asking for it, right? They're lucky it's just these like these randos. I I want to throw shade like, at Batman for this one because yep. he went through this whole thing of like, oh, I have to. It, they could be at any televised event. <laughs> How are you not able to figure out that maybe it's the money convention thereafter? Okay, okay. To be to be fair, I think everything makes sense except for the gun show. They could have kidnapped kidnapped the prince, the actress. Um they could have stolen the gem. They could have destroyed that boat if they had actually done an actual good crime. Um they could have caused no. a truck to explode for some reason. <laughs> I don't. I just that, think was just that was just an that accident. That was completely yeah. unrelated. <laughs> that was just unfortunate. This story, this is just such a Silver Age thing. It's so many coincidences, and not much of a narrative through line co- connecting a lot of them. I they don't even mention like. I don't think they're. I don't think they even mentioned like ah, we missed our our shot at that bullseye thing. They're just like I, that didn't happen. Yep. Could have been someone else. Honestly, honestly, Batman puts a fucking target on his. Did Deadshot chest? exist yet? I feel like that was the perfect place for Deadshot to do a crime. Yeah, precisely. But speaking of um, people putting targets on their chests, back to monies of the world. Um, we have fucking Mr. Cigar Bro. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's not him smoking a cigar. That is simply just a little... Or is it? Is that a, I, is that a thing in his mouth? Bottom I can't... Right, I, think, I think it's meant to be, but it's gone in the next panel. I don't... I think it's just I, I think a little thing the on pillar. the pillar. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's a There's no way! <laughs> I, Why would they add that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Really funny. I, I'm zooming in right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, zooming. same. There's no way that's part of the pillar. They stop drawing the pillar around it to add this thing in. It 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 no. It's 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 part of the pillar slash curve. It can't be. What no. what is it supposed to it's be? It's like a tear. <laughs> it's I'm zoomed in. In the pillar, it doesn't look like it's in his mouth. It 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 just looks like he's talking. Will the fact I can't that I didn't a... even register that as a pillar <laughs> may be an indication that it's not the greatest artistic work. <laughs> I clocked that as a curtain. <laughs> I I expect more from the money convention. <laughs> 
They can't have substandard pillars. They do have grindstone. This is it's a bad. This is a bad convention. I, yeah, I really wouldn't like. Do people? Do you all? How badly do you want to see one million dollars in cash? Like just to see it behind a like a glass yeah, like, display. Not I'm really not at all. I, I have money in my wallet. You know, I don't. I'm not like. It's not even like like a cool mountain of money that I could slide down like the Joker. If it was yeah. like the long Halloween, like the big yes. warehouse filled with yeah, all the exactly. money, that would be sick. But this is a, a a petty amount of money compared to that. This is a, the amount of money for peasants. <laughs> the Roman would scoff at this. The Roman would scoff <laughs> at this amount of money. I like this next panel because the reveal of the rainbow bat suit is like fucking nothing. Like he's he's just there. He's so and it's far not away. a good shot of it. Yeah, he's in the background <laughs> in an awkward pose and the cape is like caught up on itself. Like his leg is fucking it, it, it's not even showing yeah. the full thing. Yeah. Also, I like how you can see the criminals getting the camera the out camera of the out. car, mm-hmm. yeah, in the next panel. Why didn't you identify them here, dick? <laughs> because even he was too busy looking at Batman's ridiculous fucking costume. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's one line of purple in the whole thing. Oh yeah, man, Couldn't I'm, make I'm it too gay. I'm looking through everything, and like I think this costume is really funny and really cool, but they never give it like the full. Like they never give it a depiction it deserves. Like there's no mm. panel. Where it is like the focus, where you, like that you get to see it in all its glory, which is kind of disappointing to me because I I enjoy I think it's kind of drippy <laughs> I think it's kind of he's kind of dripped yeah. out. <laughs> Why wasn't this in Arkham Knight? Put a million costumes in that game. True. I mean, even on the cover they could have featured it on one of the two covers, but no, it's nowhere to be seen. Anyway, Robin identifies the guys, and Batman just fucking no words, no nothing, except for the million words he says. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but no prompting, seemingly. He just goes up and punches these guys, like, stop stop the cameras. One of them's got a trap in it. It's full of tear gas. So they were just... And, and guys, guys, the camera was not necessary. No, 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 it wasn't. They could have just brought tear gas and then stolen the money <laughs> like any any penguin scheme like would have been yeah but no they had to do this whole camera nonsense all it did was waste everyone's time <laughs> i mean there's a there's a big fucking chunk taken out of the pillar that easily could have toppled that <laughs> yeah they, they just wasted batman's time and i i would be very upset if I were him. <laughs> for this scheme for this scheme, like, I can't believe Batman went through so much effort for this. <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. sad. I can't believe you can get a hundred toy pirates for a dollar twenty-five. Now you realize, <laughs> now you realize how good it is to yeah. have these little tidbits of enjoyable Twelve life. buccaneers and eight swordsmen? My god. There's four treasure bearers. Four gold brickers. It's amazing. Eight accordion players, I feel like, is being (laughs) slept on by you guys. (laughs) Hey, honestly, sick as shit. 
Like I really, that's I, cool. I would have loved to receive a hundred little that is very cool. fucking pirates. Mm-hmm. Then there's Billy Special Brotherhood no. uh, a week quiz. Then there's Roy Raymond no, TV have to Detective. On, we have to finish up this this comic, guys. We we did. I don't think we okay. even thoughts on the, on the comic. Oh yeah, we didn't even we didn't even get into the whole entire gimmick. The reveal. Yeah, okay, we didn't yeah, even resolve the, the color. Okay. Then there's a Martian Manhunter story. Um, except he stays in the human for the whole thing, which is great. Um, and then of course there's friend of the pod, Casey the cop. <laughs> really? Wait, I didn't even I get didn't to the fucking realize. Casey the cop part. Okay, here's the deal. Let's let's finish let's talking about the Eva the comic. Then we can go into detail on Casey the cop, but that's the only one we get to talk about because we have another okay. thing to cover. Okay. Okay. Deal? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they beat the bad guys right <laughs> easily, mm-hmm. and in this final page. Batman, rev- um, he he doesn't tell the media, who which which must have really been upsetting to them, <laughs> because it's they just still went- a conspiracy theory to this yeah. day. <laughs> but he does go back, and Alfred's like, so like, what was the deal with the colors? <laughs> <laughs> and did did you guys have like guesses, or did you did you know? I mean, I knew going I knew. into this, I so I. I so will or who maybe it was Quentin. I don't remember which one of you talked about it, but you did spoil it for me. But I didn't remember until they revealed it. So I did have some of my own <laughs> theories, <laughs> and I don't want to be like uh, disparaging to this comic and like be like, oh, it should have been what I thought. But I th- no, your ideas were probably I, I think better. My theories were cooler. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I will not hold this against you. As somebody who said, has stated in the past that Wonder Tower should have been a big rocket that flew up into outer space, you can that have that. It would have been better. That's a huge yeah. W. I thought so what that... What would you think? I thought that there was some... That, the, that Batman had figured out that the criminals were going to make a video of him what? with the video camera right like because they stole a camera <laughs> that for some i wasn't i didn't have all the details figured out i promise but i thought that they were gonna like make a video of him and he needed to know exactly which day the video was taken <laughs> so he would be able to figure it out based on which costume he was wearing in the video and he'd be able to figure out the day the video was taken and through that, he would be able to figure out like which day the crime was committed. <laughs> I like that. For a second, I thought you were gonna say like they were gonna make a video of him like saying something to get him like canceled or arrested. And if he like if he back. wore different costumes, they they couldn't splice together the footage easily. Yeah, <laughs> like like the Walter White confession video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I assume I have not seen Breaking yeah, Bad. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, it it doesn't reveal anything though. I guess I, I, everyone's seen Breaking Bad by now. It's been a long time since. It's... Except me. That is um, the second I just said Breaking I had it. reference that we've made on this podcast. Yeah, and I don't Won't think the last. And I don't think I had seen Breaking Bad when we made the first one. So, <laughs> anyways, that's what I thought. Anyway, the real reason. The real reason. Um, so remember earlier when Robin hurt his arm. Yep. On TV, so Batman was like, "If people notice Ro- Robin has a hurt arm, they'll realize it's Dick Grayson." So I really gotta fucking distract the shit out of everyone, so they're only looking at me and not Robin. 
But yeah. I can't leave Robin at home because only Robin can identify the criminals. And crazy. here's the thing about that, guys. Like, if you look through this comic, like, is there any indication that Robin's arm is hurt? Nope. Like, he moves it. He Like, there's a ton of different poses he puts his left arm in. You know, it's not like he's... It's always stationary. And it's not like he he's... He drives. He yeah. drives with one hand, but it a looks lot. like he's driving with two hands. So it doesn't matter. Like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> no one would be able to tell anyways. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the audience had completely forgotten about the arm thing. By I the did. Time this was brought up. I then. did. That's why I was coming up with different theories. Because there's no relevance to his arm being hurt. It, it's it, I it, it's disappointing. It's it was disappointing to me. And well, listen, it's it's much better when this costume is brought up again in Batman: The Brave and the Bold with the Rainbow Raider. Um. It's not the Rainbow Raider, it's Firefly and the Rainbow Creature. It was How the Rainbow Creature, you? that's it, that's it. That's it. <laughs> we should all, also read the Rainbow we'll, Creature. We'll do that more is Rainbow one of my favorite. in the future. Yeah, welcome to the Rainbow cast. That, I think, that'd be what, good, I like... I think I make two... Hmm. What if we... People, we've what already if we did done, that, like... We already... We can't do a Rainbow special, we already did one of the two Rainbow stories. No, I mean we can do we can do our. We could talk about the Rainbow Raider. Fuck it, it's a yeah. flash show now. Yeah, let's talk about the Rainbow Raider during. Anyway, let's talk about Casey the cop. He's our favorite guy. I love this guy. I have not read this, so I'm gonna have to scroll down, read the case. It's not very good. <laughs> okay, I found it. I'm reading um, it right do we, now. Do we, do we each do do we each want to take a different character and read this whole thing? I no, want to be the guy comic. who's this getting interrogated. <laughs> I want to be the guy. I want to be I the guy be getting interrogated. I want to be like boss slash colleague. I mean, Quentin, congratulations! Your case. You are Casey, Casey the, the cop. cop. No way. <laughs> No gonna start. way! I'm gonna start. So you won't tell well, us I a think, thing, eh? I think I think that's Casey. No, does Casey hate? No, Kate. No, the Casey? other guy's got. The, oh, really? Yeah. So the, the other guy the, the is guy the main character the of this comic, in my opinion. Casey yes, correct. <laughs> okay. So Quentin, you're starting us off. Okay. How dare you not know who Casey the cop is? I mean, you would. I wouldn't like hold that against you. They look. Very similar. <laughs> One's just got a big old mustache. So you won't tell us a thing, eh? Riley, see if you can get anything out of Butch here. <laughs> okay, Casey, I'll be right back. Footstep, footstep, footstep. And then we have to describe... We'll describe what happens because this is visual. Uh, so, so Riley leaves the room and then returns with, like, a cover... And then starts cutting cutting the the bad guy's hair, like a, a cape. He returns. Yeah, it's like, it's like one of one of the one of the barber cover yeah. things. They got a name probably. What's now the Quentin, idea of that? Mind. Quinn. What's the idea of that? 
Quinn? Quinn? I, I mean, Quinn? I, sh- I shed it twice. Did it not register? I, no, definitely I did didn't not register hear for you us. at all. <laughs> What's the idea of that? There we go. I used to be a barber. I find men talk better this way. The end. And the criminal is, like, smiling. <laughs> He's smiling a little bit. Okay. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cute. That's pretty cute. Okay. Shway Schwarbage, Detective Comics 241. Uh, well, are we talking about the Batman story or the whole issue? I mean, we're not going to... I guess the... Oh, wait. We didn't do favorite panel. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Favorite panel, uh, Jack Will Quinton. <laughs> My favorite is the one with the mysterious pillar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be lying in bed tonight, still trying to figure out whether he was smoking a cigar. <laughs> if that pillar just has a dent in it. Awesome. Um, mine is of Gold Batman getting po- poked by Miss Marley, and looking very very sad. Uh my Quinn? my favorite panel, my big old. Favorite favorite panel. Jack, can you hear Quentin? I cannot Quentin, hear Quentin. Quentin, is there something wrong? Quentin, are you, are you having microphone issues? Am I having microphone issues? I, I still cannot hear him. If he's not yeah, yeah, hear hear Quentin. He could be being quiet for a fun bit. Yeah. Or no, he could be no, no, having no, no, no. Uh, equipment trouble for an equally fun Can you hear bit. me? Can you I like hear me? to imagine that his uh, audacity is like picking everything up right now. Can you hear I me? I hope so. But, Damn it! God. Yeah, that would be hilarious, right? Like, this is the I worst. This is the worst. Speaking. This is the worst. This is the worst. Hey, you're you. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone again. Two seconds. Can you guys hear me? Can you guys? Yeah. Hear me? Hey, there he is. There we yes, go. Yes. There we go. Thank <laughs> the fucking Lord. Did, did your audacity pick up all of that? Yep, I have about th- 30 seconds of me just going, this is the worst, this is the worst, this is just the worst, heard, the worst. I heard I two, this. this is the worst. I heard two, this is the worst. Yeah, we got two. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is going to be a good episode. I can feel yeah, this it in my rules. Rules. This I like it. I think that yeah. this has had um, a very classic energy that we've been missing for a while. Um, it's the silver. It's yeah, the, the silver age I, comics I miss are the different. Old the silver age comics are different. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm gonna. The bat. Fair panel. Fucking bat filing cabinet. Yeah, hey, I yeah, thought that about that. That's awesome. a good one. Yeah. Okay, Shway Schwarbage, Quentin first, so we don't lose him again. Then Jack, then me. All right. Shway. <laughs> I I really really Silver Age comics just hit different, man. The thing is m- my big major criticism of the comics that we've been reviewing lately have been that they've been boring and like not much has happened. And that's mainly due to the fact that they have been part of larger stories. But I like that this was just a little bit, an entire story told in the amount of time given to us by the comics gods. Um, it had a beginning, a middle, a very weird middle, and a, uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it a super satisfying conclusion, um, but a conclusion nonetheless. It, it's just been like a very refreshing read. Lots of fun. I'll give this one a shway. 
Did I say I was next or Jack is next? I thought it was me, but I might be wrong. Nah, you go, okay. you go. Okay. Um, I I had I had some amount of fun reading this for sure. Uh, there's that Silver Age goofiness that I have missed in my life at this point. I think like <laughs> it, I really did remember how fun these are to talk about. Especially, I think these are some of the most fun ones to do on the show. But, man, I was so unsatisfied by the, the reveal at the end that it was just about Robin's stupid elbow. <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm going to give it a schwarbish. <laughs> Dang. Might be See, a little harsh. I am stuck in a weird scenario of this is this is utter nonsense. This is like, like this is this is the story equivalent of rolling down a hill through eight other stories and then trying to make a conclusion at the end. Like, from a storytelling perspective, this is so bad. But it's so much fun. Like, I'm having... It, it, is, it is an issue of, of enjoyment versus objective quality where I love this story. I love reading it. It's very, very bad. Um... I'm gonna give this a shway. I'm gonna give it a tentative shway. That's pro is that what tentative means? Sure, why not? Yeah. Um yeah, I'm gonna give it a little shway. Give it a little shway. A little bitty one. A little baby. Yeah. Um so, I mean So Detective Comics two forty one is shway. Mick Shway. There's also, you know, there's also like Casey the Cops in here uh, and there's also Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I didn't read any of that. I, yeah, no okay. I I really I this... I don't know if we I don't think we should go into this because it's just too much. I read the Brotherhood Week quiz and then I stopped because yeah. it was so problematic. Yeah, there is a problematic quiz in here. But if you pay it, us it... lots of money, we will take this quiz live. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know about that you know quiz, yeah. that's research if, you're gonna have to do. If we somehow yourself. get money. <laughs> Like, a substantial amount of money. We'll do the quiz. We'll do the quiz. I'm setting up a Ko-Fi right now. If you pay oh. us a uh, $100, mm, that's that's lowballing it a little bit. Yeah, We plus we can't split $100 three ways. Um, $150. 50 each. <laughs> um, Perfect. We will. We will take this. Yeah, I'll do that. Amazing quiz. Um... Not an am- yeah. it's not amazing. <laughs> so it's one bad thing, horrible. one thing that can't be said about this comic is that it hasn't uh, been good for an hour and two minutes worth of recording because that's mm-hmm. how long we've been recording. Some of that so was when fun. I left to get water, though. So for more all like of an hour. four minutes. Yeah, so it's like fifty-eight minutes. Good. Okay. All right. Okay, okay, but we gotta move on. We, like, because this is a chunky... It's not a chunky yeah, episode, but it's, it's, a, like it's a, a big, big one. old discussion. I love it. Um, anyway, Batman the Brave and the Bold. Really good show, am I right, guys? Great show. We love it here. We talk about Mayhem and the Music Meister here. We talk about the terrible trio here. <laughs> and now... We talked about... We talked about Mayhem of the Music Meister. Quentin's favorite episode of Brave and the Bold. We talked about the Terrible Trio, which is Jack's favorite episode. <laughs> it's not my favorite <laughs> It is. It has to be. Because now we're talking about Season 2, Episode 11, 
the chill of the night, my definitive favorite episode of Brave of the Bold. It's really good. And, and real good. It's real Will, good. Well, I think I think you deserve the right to take us through the summary, if that's okay with mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's there's a there's an old man. An old crime man. <laughs> I, that, I, that, are we gonna talk about the cold open or no? <laughs> no, I I the only thing I wrote for that was a mid cold open. <laughs> I like I love Abracadabra. I liked it. It's <laughs> I like <laughs> it's it's Zatanna versus Abracadabra. Battle of the Magic. Abracadabra isn't actually magic. He's from the future. He uses advanced technology to make people think he can do magic. He's just a guy. I mean, lots of the things that he pulls off here are very magical. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> they very much seem to have abandoned that in this episode. He's magical. Just give him I, credit. I would like to posit how very incredibly overpowered this character would be if he could literally perform any magical feat by saying the word abracadabra, which is what is implied. Abracadabra. You're thinking you're thinking of the Teen Titans character Mumbo Jumbo. I Well, this also applies to Teen Titans Mumbo Jumbo, but I think Batman the Brave and the Bold Abracadabra could easily beat Goku, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Abracadabra, not Abracadabra, Mumbo Jumbo can literally beat anyone if he can trick them into getting sucked into his hat. That's, that is true. And that's actually what Zatanna does to Abracadabra. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, but that's, sorry, sorry, Will, Will, you can talk about the real episode. There's an old crime man on his deathbed. (laughs) He's dying. He's crime man. He is a crime man. And uh we discover that this man ordered the hit on Thomas Wayne. Um and we get the flashback to the Brave and the Bold version of the Wayne death. And it's really good. It's rare to be like it's rare for me to watch a version of the Waynes getting fucking axed. And being like, that was a good use of my time. Because usually we don't need it. But I quite liked this one. I liked Adam West voicing Thomas yeah, Wayne. That's just a nice yep. touch. This episode has a banging cast. Uh, Kevin Conroy is the Phantom Stranger. And Mark Hamill is the Spectre. And they they take on the forms of, of Batman's like angel and devil on his shoulders. Um. Anyway, we learned that this crime man on his deathbed... Um, a a a a man of the cloth has come to ask him to confess, and he's like, "Yeah, I yelled at my wife one time," and I was like, "That's pretty. That's pretty cool for a like a career criminal. He only yelled at his wife once. one time. They, good job. Time. They had a pretty good relationship. It sounds like. Yeah. Um. This guy seems awesome. I wish, I wish when I was a criminal in Gotham, he had been alive and could have been my boss. And, and the, I I just wanted to shout out how many uh at, how we've selected so many episodes that involve a priest recently. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've uh we've got a theme, and it is it is biblical. It's the Bible, and also Breaking Bad. <laughs> Batman the Breaking 
bad in the bold and the bible. And the bible. <laughs> and the bible. <laughs> a lot of bees. Batman. <laughs> Man, that's, yeah. a lot of that's a lot of bees. They're everywhere. Someone get a an exterminator? What do you get to deal with bees? Beekeeper? Get a beekeeper. That's their thing. Big well, maybe no. They wouldn't want to keep the bees, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we want to get get a bee unkeeper. Oh yeah, the guys who get rid of the bees. Well, beekeeper might get rid of them. They would just take them back to their like beekeeping. I'm, you know, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, that's you know, fine. yeah. Get a beekeeper. <laughs> but what? But so an exterminator. Actually, really. That represents the duality of Batman we see in here is like beekeeper versus exterminator. Yeah, beekeeping versus exterminator. <laughs> what the fuck Dawn are of we Justice. even saying anymore? No, I... no, Quentin, no, Quentin we sense. actually cracked the code. This makes sense. This makes sense. Think about it. Guys, I... <laughs> I looked at the IMDB for a little bit and tuned out, and I, I've tuned back in in the middle of this <laughs> and nonsense And we were talking about bullshit. beekeepers yeah. and exterminators. <laughs> Okay. Um, back back to the episode. Back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, planes are keepers. Um, yeah. So this so Batman, who is surprise surprise, the priest is actually Batman in disguise. Is kind of really interested. He's like he's like, hey, tell tell me the name. Who was the name of the guy you hired to kill the Waynes? And he's like, uh, I think it was ch- chill. And then he dies. And then Batman fucks off without saying anything. Yeah. Which, um, at the very beginning of the episode, establishes a much darker tone. Seeing Brave and the Bold take itself this seriously it's, is, like, it's, it's awesome. It's Especially crazy. after you just watched uh, the cold open, which was after. Yeah. And also <laughs> after we've just watched the Terrible Trio episode. After we just watched the opening for Batman Brave and the Bold. <laughs> <laughs> um so they're beekeepers yeah you did you did miss one of the voice uh the vocal cast and that would be uh julie newmar who plays martha wayne yes. in this episode yes she she was one of the many catwomen correct yes 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 yeah. yes there were like five people who played catwoman don't be mad at me for forgetting that i mean There's so many the cat important part is she played uh adam west opposite or she played catwoman uh opposite cat no adam but west, in oh well, that's what plays. i meant in that show they had five different people play catwoman. they did have five different people playing catwoman. that's why that's why i'm saying i didn't remember that i mean no it's good it's good it's good yeah. like i'm not I'm she's, not she's great though they're all great yeah i, mean, I just all like seeing cast. her and adam west together all-star cast all-star superman mm-hmm. anyway all-star batman even All-star beekeeper. So right after that, we get a we get a flashback of um, of Batman being made. Yeah, we get to see they they recreate the panels from Batman issue one, where he lifts weights and does chemistry. Um, Yep. Yeah. I think that was kind of before, but yes. Yeah, no, I mean, I think reading, having read Batman issue one, that was like a very cool, like I kind of, uh, I haven't watched this episode in a while, um, but I saw that and I was like, oh my God, they're calling back. It's the thing. It's the thing. He's sitting, Uh, he's doing chemistry. 
Then Batman goes to the Tiki Tavern, which for some reason has a big sign advertising the Tiki Tavern inside of it over the exit. Wait. Plot point missed. No. They introduced <laughs> the guys there. They introduced well, the two guys. Get... Wait, what two guys? No, they do the they do the flashback with the uh, origin story, and then it yeah. flashes out, and we get introduced to our main plot device. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, the the Phantom Stranger, and the Spectre, and if or if you want to call them the Beekeeper and the Exterminator, <laughs> yeah, the Beekeeper <laughs> and the Exterminator, correct. <laughs> you see this this the Spectre. He's all about exterminating. He's like, if you got bees, you should just kill those guys. And the beekeeper, the the Phantom Stranger, he's all like, nah, you should really keep them around and let the natural order of things carry out. Like how bees should live and also criminals should go to jail. But imagine that all in Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah. And Mark Hamill. And Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill as the exterminator, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace to a real one. You would, were very good as the beekeeper. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the specter is like a representation of the abstract spirit of vengeance, and the Phantom Stranger is like the, the spirit of justice. Yeah, the specter in, in comics lore, they don't bring it up in the episode for obvious reasons, but in lore, the specter is the manifestation of God's wrath. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what he's in this. I mean, yeah. And that's why he's the exterminator and not the beekeeper. <laughs> I just think, I just think, I'm going to be honest, I think the manifestation of God's wrath should have something better to do than fuck around with the, uh, the Phantom Stranger and make a dumb bet where the Phantom Stranger make gets a bet. Yeah, the Phantom Stranger gets hosed in this bet, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. The, the odds are so horrible. The... <laughs> so what would so, happen um, if he simply just did not agree to the bet? <laughs> I don't I don't think there would be any influence here and Batman would just do as he pleases. But that's but anyway, good. Yeah. So explain, yeah, the, explain I know. the terms of the bet. Explain the terms of the bet. So uh the exterminator goes to the beekeeper and is like, Hey, if Batman kills the guy who kills his parents, I get his soul. And uh the Phantom Stranger goes, What do I get? And the exterminator goes, well, beekeeper, um, you get nothing. Batman continues as normal. And the beekeeper goes, okay, okay, cool. That sounds shake as fuck. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'm going to need someone else to tag in on the story. Yeah. Uh, So, Batman, for some reason, has, at this point, he heard the guy whose name was Moxon, um, his dying word was chill. Yeah. But he still the doesn't seem to... <laughs> doesn't, he still doesn't know who killed his parents, and he wants to know. So... He uh, thought Moxon was giving him an instruction to be like, Batman, you need to calm down. You need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, who shows up first? Is it Phantom Stranger or Spectre? I think it's uh, Phantom Stranger. I believe Phantom Stranger does. Phantom yeah. Stranger, so yes. Phantom Stranger shows up. It's like, hey, Batman, uh, you want you want some help? And Batman's like, what are you doing here, Phantom Stranger? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> and Phantom mm-hmm. Stranger whisks him away to the temporal plane where 
uh, he's been transported to a, a costume party in the past. <laughs> and Specifically a winged creature-themed charity gala. Yeah. Yep. They have those all the time. If you've ever gone to one, it's a it's a smashing time. I would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, winged creatures. Uh, so I was dressed up as a winged creature, and uh, so Batman fits right in, and he yep. sees, oh look, it's my parents who died, and they're, <laughs> and Thomas is wearing also a bat costume, and Martha is wearing like a butterfly costume, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. uh, he really hits it off with his dad. Who, obviously, he's very happy to see them, but he can't reveal that he's um, their son. No, well, he's, well, this isn't real. Right, this is... No, no, no. What, what is said by the Phantom Stranger is, in this temporal plane, nothing you can do will change their fate. Right. This is him... He could have just been like, hey, I'm your son from the future. Don't worry about it. He's here for information. He's not here for mm-hmm. to do anything. And after he, he hugs his mom, which is a very sweet moment, although it must have been very strange from her perspective. <laughs> uh, yep. All of a sudden, a bunch of gangsters barge in or like, we're taking your money that you're about to donate to charity. <laughs> they make a good point. They're like, no one get heroic over money you were going to give away anyway. <laughs> and uh, Bruce and Thomas Wayne are both like, oh, we're going to beat him up. Oh, yeah, we're so cool. We're, we're both Batman because they're both wearing Bat costumes. And uh, they they hold Martha at gunpoint for a little bit, but then Bruce knocks over a big bat uh, like statue that's hanging from the <laughs> ceiling, and they get him. And then... Uh, the gangsters are like swear revenge on Thomas Wayne because he owned them at the charity game. Hold on, you're forgetting some. The guy who held Martha at gunpoint was none other than Mr. Joe Chill. Right. And and yeah. Moxon and that, was that the guy was like, behind this. Like, this is his gang. Yeah. He's like the boss. This is his scheme. Yeah. So, so now this gang has beef with Thomas Wayne in general, and Moxon has been sent to jail. Yeah. So now Batman knows the motive. Does someone else want to tag yeah. in? Uh, sure, 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 sure. It's getting a bit. It's getting a bit foggy. My uh. Now nah, I can I can tag back in. I can tag back in. Never All right, mind. tag Quinn, back get in. Out tag. Get out of no, here. Get out. No, get out no, of here. No, no, I want to stay. Get out stay. Of here. Uh, the thing that happens next. There's a hive. Um, and then a hive of bees. bees. Lots of bees. There's bees everywhere. <laughs> some are being kept. Some are being exterminated. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Batman discovers, um, because of of the the specter, who uh, then tags in with the Phantom Stranger, <laughs> takes him to the the flashback of the prison, and is like, and uh, he sees the the crime man who Jack knows the name of. Um, Moxon. And the crime man is behind bars, but, but Joe Chill got away, and he goes to Joe Chill, and he's like, hey, uh, uh, you ran away, I should, I should have you killed. And he goes, hey, what if I killed Thomas Wayne? And the, uh, Moxie goes, okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he that, doesn't really care that much. Make it even. Yeah, sure, the same place. That works. He says, whatever, just make it look like an accident, he says. 
and and Batman gets really pissed about how casual yeah. the order was, um, which is fair. Yeah, well, yeah. And then obviously like, killing people like, is bad. He's like, "Hey, take me back to the Batcave," and then he does, and then Batman's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go get him." And the Spectre's like, hey, yeah. Yes, that's my thing. <laughs> that's yeah. my old thing. Also, I just want to uh, point out that Joe Chill really screwed, like he's really bad at his job. Because the one thing that Moxon said for him to do is make it look like an accident. He just shot them. He just, <laughs> he just shot, shot them. them. Mm-hmm. And left a witness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Even Moxon at the start was like, it's like I'm not a Mo-. Like, I didn't want him to kill both the parents. Like yeah, he, he basically at the opening, he's like he like disavows Joe Chill. Like that guy was Joe Chill, not a good guy. See, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like his whole entire thing is very innocent in nature, where he's just like trying to rob places, and then Joe <laughs> Chill, the upstart he is, comes in and is like, "Do you want me to murder this guy for Do you?" you? Want me and to he's murder like, Thomas White, and he's like, "I, I, I, I guess about it." I and mean, then he's like, sure. I'm going to make his whole entire family suffer. And even... Like, whoa, whoa, dude. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> yeah, I think killing him would probably do that. And Moxon's uh, anyway. over here just like, I wanted to... I wanted to. It was a straight and narrow criminal end I've never even <laughs> yelled at my wife yet. just wanted to steal money yet. from charity. <laughs> <laughs> it was money that they were going to give away anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they find uh, anyway, Joe yeah. Chill. Yeah, so Batman has discovered, now that he knows his name and his face, Joe Chill, he's now an arms dealer, and he's selling a very good gun to some criminals. Um, and those criminals are, gotten, you may have heard of them. The, yeah, you may have heard of these guys. The Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler's not there for some no reason, but no basically Riddler. everyone else. Um, the imposter Mad Hatter, Solomon Grundy. Poison Ivy, Mr. Zero, not Mr. Freeze. He wasn't Mr. <laughs> he's not it's Mr. Zero. Is that everyone? Yeah. The Penguin? Two Face? Yeah, you got him. And anyway, they're all looking to buy this cool gun. Um, but then Batman shows up and fucking kicks the shit out of all of them. Oh, yeah. He, he literally fucks him up. he uppercuts Grundy and Grundy's out. <laughs> he's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Dude, I um, love Grundy's design in this. I yeah, I love, awesome. I love Brave the Bold Grundy. Grundy Very just good. rules. Dude, Grundy's great. Grundy's awesome. Should we do another bit where we talk about Green Arrow, Green Lantern villains? For no, a long time? no, 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 no. Can you no, guys no. name one that's not Grundy or Sinestro? We, we've can, no, I uh, no no not got this it wrong again. again. No, <laughs> got it no. wrong again. They can't keep Slurf getting away please. with it. Guys, it's not okay. We can't. We can't. We can't do this again, guys. No, no one watched. What about the meatball one? <laughs> no. Anyway. Oh, we have fully returned to the bit. Is there a B? Is there a B green? Lantern? No. Green lantern. Bee. No. <laughs> no. No. Not I was right gonna there. move on, but now I want to find out. Quinn, what did you find? Oh. <laughs> You know what I did find? I found a very novel concept. I'm going to send an image. <laughs> no. Not mm-hmm. like this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I haven't seen it yet. 
Okay, good. What is that? Is that, that Transformers? That is Bumblebee from Transformers <laughs> okay. uh, with a lantern a ring. Lantern. Okay, okay, good job. We brought it back. Anyway, then, then, uh, yeah, we brought we brought it back. <laughs> anyway, um, Batman corners Joe Chill in his office, and is like, it's like, hey, you killed uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, and he's like, but that was a lifetime ago. And Batman's like, yeah, I fucking, I know. I know it was. That's why I, that's why I do this. Because check this out. Get ready for this fucking plot twist. And he takes off his mask. Um, and this scene's really Goes good. Because this, this is the first time in all of the Brave and the Bold that we see adult Bruce Wayne. God Goes crazy. damn. Goes crazy. Yeah, it's, it's when he unmasks himself to show Joe Chill how bad this idiot fucked up. He is so terrible. In this moment, Joe this Chill's such a, face this is so good. goes stone cold. He just goes, fuck. He doesn't He doesn't say that, but... He doesn't say <laughs> he, fuck. You he, can he, imagine he thinks that about he it. it. That would have made this episode so good. <laughs> if <laughs> Joe, if, when Batman takes off his head, Joe Chill just goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, see, if it's, if it's PG-13, Damn. they're allowed one F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, they get one fucking the whole show. Yeah, that would, this would be the Batman place to face. use it for sure. Yeah, Joe Chill sees Batman face and he just goes, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck no! Oh no! I really... Oh, I really... Ooh! Ooh!" Okay, I'd like to posit the fact that if Joe Chill hadn't killed Thomas and Martha Wayne and he hadn't killed Batman, then there would not be a market for super villain weaponry. <laughs> Yeah, he really did what make a, his own. Yeah, what a what an entrepreneur. <laughs> what, a, what a what a good business scheme. Honestly. Anyway, man, then baby. Batman he picks him up by the scruff of his neck, um, and then the exterminator and the beekeeper appear, and Joe Chill turns into a bee. They're like, "Hey, Batman, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you gonna squish and, the bee, or are you gonna are you keep gonna, it? You get, are you gonna use some smoke to put him to sleep?" Um, that's what beekeepers do. Is that really what they goes, do? Yeah, you. Yeah, you. If you, that's how you safely uh. get honey. You use smoke to either drive the bees out or put them to sleep. Then you can safely oh. get the honey out of the hive. That's interesting. Yeah, and then Batman goes, "I'm not about killing," and he opens his mouth, and a huge puff of smoke comes out. And uh, because of this, Bee Bee Joe Chill runs away. <laughs> Because he doesn't want to go to sleep. Uh, yeah. So now Batman can safely get the honey. Yeah. Yeah. But then Joe Chill runs out and he goes, Hey guys! Guys! You gotta help me! I guys, fucked up gotta, really bad! Uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta help me! I screwed up really bad! And I... Uh, Batman's doing a dumb bee metaphor! <laughs> I made Bat... Yeah. I made Batman, guys! My I bee! I made Batman! My bee! I'm the reason we're stuck in with the stupid bee metaphor! <laughs> It, it all comes back to me. <laughs> and then they and go... And understandably, they're upset. <laughs> they're very so upset. Pissed. They're very upset. And they, they try to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Batman comes to his aid, and Joker's like, oh yeah, I forgot you were here. Um, uh, here I just wrote... This actually might have been for earlier, but I wrote... Penguin, are you really going to let Poison Ivy order your goons around? 
<laughs> Penguin's the only one who brought goons, and Poison Ivy is just like, get him! And the goons. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the the gun accidentally goes off and brings down the building. Um, and a big, a big fly swatter comes down and fucking nails Joe Chill. Yeah, the ru- the rubble of the roof that is knocked down just kills, just kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Batman, you know, he, he gets out all right and he gets Joe Chill out from the ru- rubble and Joe Chill's like, hey, isn't it funny how I'm dying? And then he dies. He goes, he goes, what, what is this? Some sort of chill of the night? <laughs> and then he dies. And then credits, baby. No, In the credits? No. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, the Spectre cuts to the Spectre and the Phantom Stranger. Um, or as we have now dubbed them, the Exterminator and the Beekeeper. And the Beekeeper's like, hey, isn't it weird how how Joe Chill died? And the Spectre is like, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> don't Don't ask me. And True. It's over. And then, uh, I know we, we're not talking about this, but in the immediate next episode, Batman and the Spectre hang out in the cold open like it's nothing. Like the Spectre didn't just try to fucking steal his soul. <laughs> like happened. they go, they just team up it to happened. stop like some Professor Milo crime. <laughs> it it's great. It happened. You know, you gotta let bygones come sometime. Yeah. I, I mean, but isn't a Professor, Mi- Professor Milo crime the greatest crime of all? No, I'm pretty sure the cold open for the next episode is Professor Milo trained rats to steal diamonds. How dare But I? yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Why not? Anyway. We ready for Shui Schwarbage? Or as it will from now on be known, beekeeping exterminating? No, it can't be. It yeah, I'm ready. Be. I'm ready, baby. Okay, we're going to do Jack Me Quentin. Okay, I have a hot take here. Um, This episode kind of rules. Kind of has great mm-hmm. casting. Would you say it is it is better or worse than your favorite episode, The Terrible Trio? I would say it's far better than The Terrible Trio. <laughs> uh, it's a very well done and interesting episode that really examines the character which you love to see. And I love these characters of Spectre and Phantom Stranger because I know they're kind of their own thing in DC. But in this episode, you could say, oh, they're like these, they're their own thing. You could also say they represent like these general forces of nature slash ideals of vengeance or justice, respectively. Or you could just look at these characters and kind of like to think about it as like, you don't have to say... No, 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 I'm not actually talking about the beekeeper thing. None of this episode... None of this episode... Like, none of this episode before the actual confrontation with the villains, you don't have to believe that any of that really happened. And it still is a compelling and sensical episode that's just a, a pure look into Bruce's psyche. Like, you can imagine that these two characters are just purely elements of his psyche, and that... Uh, I may, this might just be too much of a stretch, but, like, 
what like all this stuff that happened could just be comp- like all the like with his like at the convention like at the gala like that could just be completely imagined yeah that's fair and i i don't know i just thought that that the you can there's different angles you can look at this from and that, that makes it very interesting and enjoyable to me and yeah obviously brave and the bold just rules generally great animation great uh music great casting i'm giving this a shway without a second thought i'm sorry jack you gave it a what a shway baby i i'm sorry a what uh, <laughs> oh well, all right what did we decide with the new <laughs> i'm keeping this i'm beekeeping this episode. keeping it okay good okay good yeah, I think this episode also deserves to be kept by a beekeeper. Um, I mean, it goes hard. Like, I, I, I don't really have much to add after everything Jack said, except just like the uh, like the legendary bringing together of of three Batman. Um, for some reason, the only one they didn't get, they did get <laughs> Batman from the Batman. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, he's like the only major one not here that I you know. I, you got Adam West, you got you got uh, Kevin Conroy. It's it is it's just really cool to see them all working on this project together, um, and it's one that treats the character with such respect and and really feels like this kind of ultimate story. Um, I love it a lot. I love I love it a lot. It's way. To be or not to be? <laughs> that is the question. I really don't think that my little segment here is going to be aimed as much at <laughs> a general review of this topic as it is me mentally weighing this before my favorite episode of The Brave and the Bold, which is and has been stated to have been Mayhem of the Music Meister. And I'll, I'll say it. I'm always going to be a fan of mayhem like it's it's amazing it's unprecedented it's original i love it so much we gave However, it an animus way this mm-hmm. this is a penultimate batman animated series episode this might be the batman animated episode ever because it it just brings everything together, every element. Well, don't of... say that. You haven't watched all of Beware the Batman yet. Shut up. No, <laughs> no. never. We're not. <laughs> no, no. Don't don't talk. We were so don't close to going on Beware the Batman. <laughs> talking about Beware the Batman. Um, we were so close. This this is just this is everything to a Batman like. If you have somebody who likes Batman and they haven't seen Brave and the Bold, they don't even need to watch the whole entire show. I would say recommend them this episode. It's a celebration of Batman as a franchise and as a whole, and I really, really love it for that. So, uh, yeah, Shway. What? Sorry, what was that? What were the options again? <laughs> they were, do you want to beekeep it or exterminate it? Let's beekeep it. Woo! Woo Unanimous keeper. <laughs> Unanimous keeper. <laughs> Unanimously kept. Mm-hmm. I really think... I think in part one I said we're going to have trouble doing something funnier than that. 
and I thought something else should be the episode title. <laughs> the but I think keeper. now we got to do something no. with the bees. Oh, uh, not the not, not the, the bees. bees. <laughs> guys, guys, there's one more thing I kind of want to am- uh, shout out related to this episode. Yeah, one go more for bit. it. Uh, this is um, not part of the actual episode itself. While we were talking about it, just to make sure I kind of remembered the general structure of the plot and didn't say things in the wrong order, I opened up the Wikipedia page for Uh-oh. Chill of the Night, right? And you know Wikipedia, so some words are blue on Wikipedia, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So Clickable links. Yeah, clickable links. On the plot summary, such words as Batman, Zatanna, those are blue, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Spectre, Phantom Stranger, Joe Chill, one... And some even, like, the word supervillains, like, will bring you to the general concept of supervillains, which I think is kind of funny. One that really got me (laughs) is this line that describes... (laughs) So this is when Joe Chill is revealing that he caused the existence of Batman. (laughs) And it says, Panicked, Joe Chill begs the villains for protection against Batman, revealing that he is, and then this next part is blue indirectly responsible for the hero's existence by killing his parents. That whole part is blue. (laughs) It leads to the article entitled Unintended Consequences. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) What? (laughs) The Wikipedia page for Unintended Consequences. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say. I love what that. the hell? What the fuck? And the again, the entire phrase that is blue is indirectly responsible for the hero's existence by killing his parents. <laughs> that whole phrase is blue. that. This might be our best episode, guys. <laughs> I think we did it. I think we nailed it. 